1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Ron Spomer Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Ron Spomer, inviting you to join me for a nostalgic and sometimes revealing look back through the trials and tribulations of a freelance outdoor writer. I found a uh, rather funny one. I hope it was supposed to be funny anyway. This was from a successful Hunter magazine in the January-February issue of 2006. And Wolf Publications down in Prescott, Arizona, published this as this magazine. I really enjoyed it. It was a small magazine uh, specializing, obviously, in hunting. And uh, they allowed me to write some pretty crazy stuff sometimes. Had a good time working for those good folks down there. And this one was my attempt at humor in talking about something I think all of us are familiar with in the outdoors, and that's fear of the dark. You know, funny things happen when the lights go out and we're using our imaginations more than our senses. And this is my take on it. This was uh, published in a column I had called One More Shot, and the title of this one was Bump in the Night. Nothing stimulates a dull imagination quite like darkness. Unless it's darkness in the great outdoors, far, far from home. That spooky combination of the unseen, unfamiliar, and misunderstood cooks up an apprehension all out of proportion to the imagined threat. One night, my buddy Tom conjured up a bear while fetching kitchen water from the creek. There were three of us in elk camp, high up on a Rocky Mountain Canyon, far from the crowd, well, at least we thought the human crowd. The cabin was full of mice, the forest full of pack rats, red squirrels, flying squirrels, snowshoe hares, porcupines, rough grouse, coyotes, elk and mule deer, and bear tracks. Those barefoot imprints in the mud were all it took to get Tom's creative juices flowing. Our nightly routine was to throw the dishwater out and bring it back a full bucket of fresh water for breakfast. This wasn't a problem when the moon was high or the flashlight batteries fresh, but neither light source was available the night Tom was attacked. 
He knew the trail to the creek well enough to negotiate it in total darkness, but when he squatted to dip the bucket full, something large, ominous, and possibly murderous came splashing, crashing down the creek to eat him alive. Ah, but Tom, a former state track star, leaped far enough and ran fast enough to have established new world marks in at least two events had they been officially measured. He beat his assailant to the cabin, threw open the door, spun in midair, and slammed his shoulder against it. Elapsed time, 1.047 seconds. His dramatic entrance was enough to put our hearts in our throats, but it's what he hissed that really opened the adrenaline gates. Bear! If there is a word more immediately inspiring to a camper in North America, it has yet to be uttered. Wolf and cougar generate a tingle. Hell's Angel has a certain trepidation, but nothing says scare like bear. And we were scared, though we hit it well with a quick display of machismo. I climbed off the top bunk with my 270, hoping no one noticed I hadn't actually needed to cower in the upper far corner to reach it, just as my brother Bob hoped no one had seen him dive completely under his bunk in order to draw the 357 Magnum hanging from the bedpost. Thus armed, we cocked our weapons, aimed them toward the door, and urged Tom to yank it open. Well, that's easy for you guys to say. You're way back in the corner. Well, that's so we have enough time to aim when he bursts in. Just hide behind the door. He won't even know you're there. Tom swung the door open quickly and completely, only his white knuckles showing along its upper edge. And through the opening poured black night. Just blackness and the happy burble of the stream. No growls, no claws, no fur, and no bear. At noon the next day, we came in for lunch and surprised a beaver swimming down the shallow waterway beside our cabin. Alarmed, it slapped the surface with its tail and attempted to dive to safety, but the water was too shallow, so it continued slapping as it swam frantically downstream toward its home pool. Hmm, sounds like a bear, Tom, Bob pointed out. <laughs> Tom grinned sheepishly. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, sometimes bear are a more genuine threat. One afternoon, my wife and I backpacked to an alpine lake and set up camp at an established site, which a local black bear considered his private kitchen. We awoke from a nap to discover him sniffling through our gear. Full daylight, brazen. I carried a 357 Magnum, but had no desire to shatter the quiet on the mountain not to mention my eardrums, just to chase off a bear, so I shouted and clapped and managed to persuade our wilderness host to abandon his kitchen. But not until he had bitten through both of our canteens. I'm sure he was disappointed to find water instead of Coke or Kool-Aid. We cleaned our cooking implements especially well that evening as our furry friend watched from across the lake. Then we hung our packs as high as possible in a fur, and we sang lustily around a cheery fire until we could sing and burn no more. After the firelight dimmed, the thumping started. The kind of hollow thumping that reverberates through woodland soils packed with hundreds of years of roots and pine needles. Hey, you bear, get out of here! Yeah! We shouted. The thumping thumped away. 
Now I won't be able to fall asleep all night, my wife complained. A half hour later, the thumping was back, right beside the tent. Despite my vigilance, I had nearly fallen asleep and was taken by surprise. The bear was almost upon us. One pounce and it could break down the nylon and sink its canines into our feather-wrapped butts. Ha! Ha! I screamed. Ah! My wife woke up screaming. What the bloody heck are you trying to do? Scare me to death? In the morning, we found mountain goat tracks all around the tent, but no sign of a bear. Well, I think most of us can uh, relate to the incidents like that. We get a little excited and overly stimulated by the very idea of a bear breaking into camp. Uh, you know, in all the years and all the trips I've made into the backcountry, and this includes most of the mountain ranges in Western and Northern North America, I have never really had a serious encounter with a bear. I've had brown bears try to get in the boat when we were fishing uh, and I've had them steal some fish. Um, but gosh, it just never had to, to shoot at a bear to dissuade it from getting any closer. Never had any attacks or even false charges. Black bear trying to climb up in the tree stand with me, but that was just curiosity on the bear's part, <laughs> not mine. But they are a real threat. And actually black bears kill more people than grizzlies. Uh, that's merely a percentage game. Black bears are not nearly as dangerous. There's just a lot more of them and they have a much wider range. But it's always uh, sensible to take precautions in bear country and be prepared for the worst. Just don't let your imaginations run wild. That's a wrap for now. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more tales and adventures, check out my weekly podcast episodes on your favorite podcatcher or at ronspomeroutdoors.com, where you can also find hundreds of articles, photos, and videos on hunting, conservation, natural history, guns, ammo, ballistics, and optics. You can also find me on YouTube by searching for Ron Spomer Outdoors. Until next time, this is Ron Spomer wishing you safe, satisfying, and joyous adventures afield while you hunt honest and shoot straight. that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western oh, i'll be over there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv brave anglers search for the one they call king but who will take his throne? tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv